Hello and welcome to episode 44 of A Beer with Sam and Peter. I'm still Sam and he's still Peter. Yep, yep, we're here. We're we're having fun. (laughs) We're having a jolly good fun. We're in the moment. Hilarious time, aren't we, Sam? (laughs) I'm having a good time. I'm really excited to have this beer on the podcast. Yeah. Just to get right into the beer for a change. Um, Nice change of pace. We're going to drink beer rather than last... (laughs) podcast where it was just an absolute shambles i think it's getting longer that's my theory that the time between us starting the episode and us actually talking about beer oh yeah just steadily growing it it is last episode we cut most of it out but really it was like 20 minutes before we even started the beer and then neither of us really finished it (laughs) because we were both like you were sick i was hungover it was a bad time yeah but anyway, this week we are drinking another beer from Fortitude Mount Brewing Tambourine. Company. Yeah, from the Fortitude Brewing Company. Um, I went up there again last uh, the last weekend because it's fantastic and you get beer and cheese from the same location. Um, and this week... Beer and cheese. Yeah. That's, that's like, sounds like the kind of concoction that would make you just have real sick guts. <laughs> that's a good stuff. Yeah, this week we're drinking Admiral Akbar's Red Ale. Oh, uh, Star Wars this reference. This is just fantastic. It was just fantastic to, like, I'm excited because this could be my local. This could be, like, my thing, my beer, like, the thing, the thing you, like, as an old man, as, as, like, an old man, you, like, roll out when you have a visitor or something. Yeah, that a little, put hair in your chest. It, here's this craft beer that I'm going to yeah. make everybody drink. So, Admiral, Admiral Akbar's Red Ale um, is an 8.5% red ale um i think what that's, they were that's going, many many percent that's many many percent like i for the average kind of like be like get at a wedding or something is like 3.5 yeah percent um be you get at a wedding or just or just anywhere like, like, like that kind of, when, those kind when of like, i'm going to an event when i'm going to a bar or a wedding <laughs> I, go to a lot I of like weddings. to get 3.5% beers. No, it's the kind what of do you thing? mean you go to a lot of weddings? Because at weddings... Come on, Sam. At bars, you can order anything. At a wedding, people pick the like sort of cheap but not uh, like but not light beers. Like the things that you can That's... get away with serving to your family, which is like a, like a hovers around a standard drink. I mean, it's not That's too expensive. Tr- That's true. Wedding beer. Pure Blonde is a wedding beer. It's also a drinking when you're out beer, if you want to be a bit of a maniac. Yeah. I mean, unless you're... It's a cheap... Unless you're an incredible human being, then stone wood is your I just beer. don't. I just don't get why weddings was the first thing you went to. I just... I feel like it's self-evident. I feel like I've explained it pretty well. How old are you? Shouldn't it... Surely it should be like, <laughs> I don't know, 21st. I have a large family. I think they get married a lot. Yeah, man. Yeah. Anyway, we should actually yeah, drink let's the try beer. this. Bloody I'm, hell. I'm very excited. Uh, cheers, Sam. Cheers. We'll see how this comes out. Oh, that's despicable. That's, that's <laughs> we always say that, but it's fine. Yeah. The, the, the Fortitude Brewing Company beer. I don't, like, I, don't, I don't care, Sam. I'm drinking the beer. <laughs> okay. I'm drinking it too. It's fairly good. It's fairly strong. Hmm. I feel like you are in for a good record, ah. dear listener. Yeah, so with, this, anyway, with, yeah. with the Fortitude Brewing Company beers, you get like, you can purchase these, um, these sort of bottles look like moonshine bottles. So it's like a scale yeah, we, down. We've talked about it before because we've had, we've had two Fortitude. We have, but I thought I'd just uh, mention it again before. just in case Fortitude Brewing Company is watching. I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I love all your stuff. You can sponsor us, a beer with Sam and Peter. <laughs> I promise most of the time Peter doesn't make five cents on his lips. Um, but yeah, they do, they do like a night, we're drinking out of like a 950 mil, uh, version of that bottle. So you can buy the bottle for like 12 bucks and then you can go back and refill it for nothing. Like the, to refill this is 18. That's 8.5% though. For, mm. So $18 for 950 mils isn't that bad. That's $18 for six and a half standard drinks. Considering how nice this beer is, that's pretty good. Yeah, exactly. And it is really good. kind of tastes like, um. It starts off and it tastes like, uh, like a like kind of fruity, like a Pacific Outwood, and then it's a little bitter at the end. Like, what, a, like what is it? It's a red ale. It's a red ale. Yeah. Red ale. But to me, it's it's like they start. It's, it's got a, it's, it's like really creamy. Yeah, 
Are we, yeah, what, like, we're slowly yeah, becoming I mean, look, people who know things, Peter. But like, look at like it's got a really creamy head, sort of like a Guinness yeah. type. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, which just doesn't go away. Semi Guinness, you know, like you just had like you can have the head all the way down to the bottom of the glass; it doesn't like fade away. Maybe the beer's flat. I don't know. I don't think it is. No, it's not. I think that's just the beer. Um, mm. Oh, that is yeah. I, I quite you, like you picked it. a good one this week, Sam. I quite like it. It is a good one. Man. We're going to have to go up to Fortitude Brinko. You know yeah, what? No, it, the two of us have never been together. If we have to have... Been bloody expeditions. I was thinking about this. By, if we ever have you. to have a, a fan meetup, you know, if we ever get to, <laughs> to this, <laughs> it's just that, that episode where we just make childish noises the whole time. Yes. Oh, God. Okay, fair enough. I knew it had to happen sometime. If we ever had a fan meetup, then it would be at this place. Just because you can get... Um, they have this, like, cheese tasting board for beer. So, you yeah. Get, you get, so like, you, so six, you get, like, beers which are paired with the cheeses. You get, like, six half pots of beer. And it ranges... It's in, like, it's in like ascending order of darkness. And it looks, it looks like a fantastic thing. Anyway, that's the beer. I thought we'd just... That's the just beer. get into it's it cool right beer. at the start. What, anyway, what's been going on in your life apart from? Oh God, I need you it. know, I got oh, I got my car cleaned yesterday. Yeah, that was pretty great. We both got car stories. Yeah, yeah. My car was absolutely filthy after it broken down multiple times, and I also hadn't cleaned it for like three years or something. <laughs> but I'm sure it was the breaking down that really that that's that's what caused the filth. Yeah. Um, we'll go with that. And. I mean, I, 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 by the time I got back to your place, it was all covered on, in dust on the outside and, and that sort of thing. So it's already filthy again. Yeah. But the inside's nice and clean, which is good. Yeah. And the wheels are nice and shiny. Does it smell like, like shit now? Does it smell like awful uh, it smells, new car, it's got, it's car got new, things? I like new car smell. God, I hate it. I hate it so much. I think it's one of the, that's one of those, like, I'm convinced that's one of those, like, smelly, smell, uh asparagus in your urine type things you know where like half of the people just can actually smell new car smell and realize that it's gross what do you what do you mean half the people it's like half the popular it's either people love new car smell or people who are like me who just think it's it's just like the it's like the devil's yeah, ass crack it, is what it smells like in there. It's, it's not, awful. It's not that like half the population can't smell new car smell, which is what you just said. <laughs> uh, I, th- I, I have, think it's impossible have, that you smell that smell. And that you smell that smell and you think it's good. No, it's good. I like it. I, just I, had, I had a choice between new car smell and like berry fusion or some bullshit like that. Oh, man. God. Maybe I chose correctly. Maybe like a headache. I wonder if it's like a. Uh, I, I really can't stand those. You know those like pine tree yep. scent things yeah, yeah, yeah. you put in cars. I those I I just cannot stand. They make me feel really sick. Um, that's it. That's that for me for everything. <laughs> for every car, car it just makes me feel really sick. Yeah. So what what was your car? Story. Well, Sam? I was trying to think of a positive way to do this because you know what? This is our podcast. I want things to be upbeat. So, um, no. do you remember ages ago when it hailed, um, like, I mean, ages ago in Brisbane, uh, well, when that happened, my car was outside and then it, it, the bonnet got, front of it got absolutely dented up, but yeah. it was with tiny little dents everywhere. So most of the time you couldn't see it unless you, you were my father is the kind of guy, like he just, as soon as I pull up, pull, pulled up the first time, he's like, what have you done? Why haven't you fixed your car? It's everywhere. Um, it, so I never fixed it. Uh, that, that was quite possibly written off. Like hail damage like that can write off your car. Like was it that bad? No, it damage? was like it was almost imperceptible. Right. It was like tiny little dents, um, and you'd notice it when like the the light hit the bonnet, and then went back onto the windscreen. Yeah, and, my, and my it was car, like a pattern. My car's got like two of those. Yeah. Well, guess what? Don't have to worry about that anymore. Because I had a serious car accident. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. And the front of it has to be replaced. So, you know, no no health. Ends. No, I had, I had a car accident last week. Um, what did you do? I was t- it was it was definitely it was my fault, you know, which is which is always the really crushing thing, I yeah. think. But I was like really close to home, which again really shits me off because it like 
Because it builds up that whole, like, everything happens close to home bullshit. But, uh, yeah, I was close to home and, um, and like, almost next to a garbage truck. And the garbage truck went to turn and the person in front of me, like, stopped quite, like, suddenly to let the guy turn. And I just kind of assumed because, like, people do that all the time. I, I, I did a bad thing and I, I was kind of assuming that since the guy was, like, right next to the garbage truck... He would just drive through, you know? Well, that was silly now, wasn't it? But he it? didn't. He stopped. And then I decided to stop and I just didn't stop in time. And I went into the back of him. It was a really low speed collision. Like the, 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 the guy in front of me like had nothing. Absolutely nothing. His little like little acrylic thing that goes over his number plate was cracked. Yeah. And then my car just like <laughs> pancaked. <laughs> <laughs> and the best part was, the best slash worst part was that like, I was like super calm and collected. Like that thing doesn't, that kind of thing doesn't phase me. So I got it all organized. I had the car assessed the same day and then, um, and it, so it was still drivable and it was drivable. Yeah. Right. Which was both fantastic and terrible because it did look just like seriously <laughs> smashed up. Yeah, mate. I saw photos. Perfectly it, fine. It was not in a good way. Yeah. My engine was showing, which is ever good. Never show them your engine, mate. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sign of weakness. Not in public. Um, yeah, so that happened. I'm driving around a high car. Yeah, yeah, okay. So you got it assessed and, and what was the, what's the damage? Uh, well. What's your excess like? My excess. under 25 My excess as an under 25 driver is massive. Yeah. Except for the fact that, uh, I mean, I don't know. I got to sort, I got to sort things out. They gave me like a massive excess. Yeah. Um, and the two reasons were I was under 25 and I wasn't on the insurance. (laughs) <laughs> right what and both of those yeah. things are well i am under 25 but i'm on the insurance and we got insurance that was for under 25s right like the whole thing of that insurance was it's a little expensive but it means that you don't get a penalty for being under 25 right so so i don't know what's going on i think my access will end up being like way less than Oh, that's right now. I'll be interested to hear what the damage is. I'm sure I'll tell. I'll tell you. I just genuinely forgotten what it actually was, but it was high. Yeah, because well, excess for under twenty five drivers is very it's high. hideous. Yeah, and and, and now it's going to be higher. Yeah. So I just I definitely can't have another accident. It's my no. fault. Otherwise, it just sort of starts climbing up. There. Oh man, car car troubles. Just have another boring car conversation. Bloody hell! Oh man. But I had that experience, like getting in, like you know, going to a hire car place, which is always fun. I like driving new cars. Did, always. Did, like is your insurance such that you get a hire car? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Lucky you. So I got a little blue Hyundai Scent. Um, I already hate it, <laughs> but that's only there's something going on with my seat, right? Like it, it, I'm like a tall person, and the Do car you- seems to be built for a midget, and <laughs> <laughs> nothing's right. <laughs> But I, I mean, love the electronics. It's like an, it's automatic, which I also does. It have like a Bluetooth thing, like connection for your phone. Nah, but like I'm living in the Stone Ages with my car, man. So it's got a USB port, and that's impressive to me. Oh, mate, my car doesn't even have an auxiliary jack. Yeah, my car has no connection stuff whatsoever. Yeah, that's the real. That's a real struggle. When it's no auxiliary jack. But I got no. I got that. Um, I got a touch screen. Ooh, on my like radio thing. Are you sure it doesn't have Bluetooth? It might. Because those touchscreen touch ones usually have Bluetooth. Later on, I'm going to go outside and sort of like put my hand against the door. I think this is how it's done. Put my hand against like the side of the car and get my cheek up to it. We'll start whispering to it and eventually it'll give me all its... Get, get out the stethoscope. It'll tell me all its secrets and I'll find out how to turn on the Bluetooth. Just, just give it a good loving embrace. That's how, that's how it works. I've, I mean, that, that's how I worked out all the problems with my car. Yeah, it works, except, in, it works better I'll, if you're naked, but you know, you, you, you don't have to be... <laughs> That's a personal preference. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, should we get into should we get into actual podcast stuff now? Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. We should talk about the homework movie, which yeah, for this week, uh, for all our avid listeners, as you would know, and as you would have already done your homework, yeah, uh, it is Into the Wild. Yeah, which is a which is an important movie to me, uh, especially. <laughs> Because you did a grade ten project on I it. I did. I did a grade ten English project slash speech on it. Right. And I desperately tried to dig that up. 
for the podcast just to yeah. read it out to you. But yeah, unfortunately, I, I, I am tremendously disappointed yeah. that you weren't able to find this speech. Unfortunately, it was lost to time. And also, so what's suspicious that you weren't able to find this speech? <laughs> no, it's absolutely gone. It's lost to time. But uh, I can assure you that it probably wasn't good. I know. That's why I wanted you to but read it, it on the podcast. It felt good at the time, anyway. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was an important movie to did me. Did you get so an I, a? I think I, I think I did. Oh, I did. So oh you good never, on you. You never know. It might have been good. It might have been good. Yeah. Who knows? Um, I guess we'll never know. I yeah. guess only you know. I guess maybe... You are the keeper of that particular piece of information. My, my mum would probably know. If I got a good mic. I mean, we could go check with her, but we're not going we to. Could. Continue, <laughs> Sam. Yeah. So, in, Into the Wild, you hadn't seen it before? Is that right? No. No, I've yeah. heard a lot about it and I kind of, I knew what happened at the end because when it came out, like I do this thing with my mum sometimes where um, she'll go see a movie um, and then she'll tell me all about, like she'll basically tell me the whole plot Yeah, and we'll just have a, have a chat about it and she did that with Into the Wild. Yeah. So I remember what happened at the end, but I hadn't actually seen it before. I've had a chat about this movie with my mum too. Actually, that was kind of led into something that I wanted to talk about after rewatching it. Um, it got me thinking about it. Uh, it's something I should have brought up in my English speech. <laughs> my English speech revolves around like just all the shitty stuff. I do remember that like I, um, like I thought it was the best, just the most incredible thing that I, you know, with like the deft hands of an angel weaved in into the wild into like one of my sentences, you know, like, and then he went into the wild, you know, pause for effect, look around, <laughs> feel chuffed about it. Hey, everybody's busy having a quick nap it on their good. phones. Well, you see, like, uh, there was only, we, we got to vote on certain, on like what we, what what movies and stuff we, we could choose from in the class. What? So there were a couple of, we voted on what would be an option. So what? What? So a bunch of other guys ended up doing Into the Wild as well, and huh? That's weird because when, when I did when I did that speech at yeah. at school, we got to choose, we got to choose the movie right that we talked about. Well, we got we I talked cho- about Indiana Jones. We chose from a block of options. That that sounds good. We we chose from a block of options, and um, actually like five no, other guys chose Into the Wild. Yeah, and I went last. Ooh, and that's you know with those English speeches, it was the same speech, you know, yeah. like every single time. And as I'm, so I had that planned out and as I'm watching them, every single one of them goes like, you know, there's a moment where they go like, and then he goes <laughs> into, into the, the wild. wild. Oh, no. <laughs> my whole big, thing my big, hangs on this. <laughs> my big finisher, it's ruined. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, but uh, before we go any further, Into the Wild... Yeah, we should explain what the movie is. Uh, it's about, about Into the Wild is a movie that's strongly based on a true story, um, as opposed to most movies based on a true story. I think where it's sort of just loosely based hmm. um, uh, on a true story that happened sometime somewhere in the in the nineties. Uh, I can't remember the guy's actual name, and that's why I wrote it down. But uh, Christopher McCandless, yeah, was this young guy's name. Um, it's some, re- as he, when he graduated uni, I think, or, uh, no, he was like, he, yeah, he finished his, cause American university, some of the American universities is different in that sort of, sort of some of the degrees yeah. like engineering and law and medicine and stuff. It's kind of like how medicine is here where you do a bachelor's degree first right. and then you do a, so he graduated something, some so you stage, go, you go to law school, you go to medical school. Yeah. Um, um it's not really important. He, it's just one of those young guys who. Um, was put under the pressure by uh, under pressure. Came, came by from like an upper middle class family. Some, yeah, like upper middle class, highly repressed family. Yeah. Um, and family with a pretty shitty situation. Yeah, and uh, he just felt like experienced the pressure of 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 like our life, our society that we yeah. go through. I don't want to. I don't want to say the word capitalism because that just sounds awful. But sort of like the pressures of Modern getting Western. a good job and money and that kind of thing, and decided to um, give away all his money to charity, burn all his identification, and just walk off. Yeah, and attempt to live kind of just 
walk, um, live not, as yeah, not so much off the as land, a homeless pe- yeah, person, like as a homeless person, yeah. But not and, and not so in that way like, of like walking around a city, like going off into the wild. Yeah, like like going in sort of not so much begging for his money, going in and working, and then that will allow him to go off and do a bunch of stuff and just kind of living very day by walking day. around living day by day yeah. meeting people and i think the other really big thing apart from like getting away from the pressures of, of earning um uh a big thing for him having come from the family that he came from i think is is he, he had a similar he has a, he started the story with a similar motto to me i think uh, people suck yeah um and so part of walking off is like is attempt to be uh, self-sufficient, but also as isolated as possible, as alone as possible. And, and to a large extent, I think, get away from his parents. Yeah. that That is kind of one of the themes that really keeps coming back to yeah. in the movie is um, that he just wants to get away from his It's important to remember that he wants to be alone because it sort of yeah. ties into the whole end of this. Um, and... I mean, now you're in this point, you should have watched the homework movie, but I'll say skip it at this point. But, you know, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. if, so, if you're so someone who heard about the guy... Then, he, then the, the whole the movie sort of follows over the sort of two years that yeah. he's living this life. Um, the various... A, a story told entirely out of order, which is which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and Christopher McCandless dies. Yeah. He died. Yeah. He so, got trapped so in the last like his various travels... Uh, various people who he meets and then his eventual death out in the wild. He got um, uh, getting cut off. Yeah. And living his last months of life wasting away in a um, in an old abandoned, abandoned bus. bus. Yeah. And that, that old abandoned bus and that whole scene, a lot of those scenes. Um, at the time, uh, Chris, who changed his name to Alexander Supertramp, so I feel like I'll just swap to that one. Now, but he there's there's a bunch of photos of him from there, which is so looking at them is kind of really eerie just to know what happened to him shortly after or what was happening to him at the time. Mm. It's one of those things where he accidentally he he bought all these books, um, like sort of Bear Grylls style books to survive, yeah, and, he, and he, he made like a mistake. Some, he like somewhat naively like goes off on this thing with no real survivalist kind of training, yeah. Um, or like he, he's sort of like a middle-class kid. He's not a really outdoorsy sort of guy and he goes and like lives off the land. He's a smart guy though. Yeah. He's a, he's a smart cookie. No doubt about that. But sort of eventually along the way, he decides, oh, I'm going to go off and live by myself and survive. In, 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 in I'm going to go to Alaska. That's always, he, I think that's, that's always his plan the whole time. That's his end goal. Yeah. And, and everything else before that is sort of built into that. Like you notice like the. The reason that he hangs around with Vince Vaughn is because, like, while he's there, he gets some advice on um, what to do when you kill a large animal. Yeah. And, and stuff like that. And he sort of builds that as he goes. I think, um, yeah, I think he, he, he ate a sea pod uh, that was the wrong kind. And it's one of those, there's a few of these out there. There's a lot of them in Australia, actually, where they have this effect on you where you eat it and it blocks your ability to gain new nutrients to, to break down your, and absorb your food properly. So you can eat and eat and eat and you just still starve to death. Mm. And that's what happened to him. So it's very slow. And I think one of the reasons that this got picked up as a, as a true story kind of movie to do in the first place is because um, it was in the unique thing where he, he wrote a lot. He, he read it in a journal and he, he continued to do that, um, like really comprehensively after eating this thing, and 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 during like um, the month or two that it took him to die. So he yeah. he continued to write, and you can read all of that, and and it gets right up to that end point, you know, with the famous line, uh, "Happiness isn't real in the shed," which is his big revelation at the end, and and you can see that, and from you can look at pictures of his real of his original book and. The writing, you know, gets more erratic, and that particular thing, it sort of like trails off. It's not even on the lines; it's sort of rotated off center, and it, it, you know, very close to the last thing he might have thought. Um, and he also had access to a camera, so yeah. the movie does a really good job um, doing shot for shot some of the uh, some of the scenes from the camera. And sort of what 
almost more tragic than anything, although he probably still would have died, is that he was found only two weeks after he finally died. Yeah. From the poisoning. Yeah. Um, I wanted to mention something about this movie before we get into like some of the some of the things we liked about it or didn't like about it. Um, I have a big theory, big Sam-like theory with this. I'm just going to make a sweeping statement. <laughs> it's probably going to be wrong. But um, not so much from my experience, but from forcing my mum to watch it back in year 10. And from hearing like my girlfriend's reaction to me asking if she wants to watch it. She, she after hearing that we were going to do it, did her, her thing. She's very prone to just sort of like Wikipediaing the ending of things before she starts them. And so she wikied the true story, right? Um, and then wanted nothing to do with it because he dies. Yeah. I think this is a very rare case where this movie would have fared better and would have gotten what uh, what it's trying to say across more effectively um, if it had just not told anybody that it was a true story. If it wasn't a true story. Uh, that, it, that, that only... I feel like that only works like initially though i think and i think it's through the whole thing because Liv's problem problem with like not wanting to watch it was because he died at the end right but mum's was sort of that he died at the end but also that she couldn't get past that he was a real person around our age now um who did this yeah so she was looking at it actually we finished the movie and she turned to me in like she was like horrified and she was like is this do you think this Sam? Are you yeah, yeah, exactly. Are you planning to leave? Is that why you showed me like you? <laughs> Um and it's like something's lost. I feel like if it was a movie if it was a fictional movie, people would focus way, way less on whether he should have done that or not, or how, how like you know horrible it was that he did that, or how or how unfortunate how tragic his death was. And it's focused on, like, the ending. They would have finished the movie. And you would have said happiness only real men shared. You know, they would have thought, oh, yeah, actually, you know, like, the best parts parts of this guy's journey were all uh, or, or all just tied to, like, the people that he met along the way and all the lives that he affected. Yeah. I can't, like, I think, I think that you are entirely on the money. My personal sort of take on the movie is I, I take the sort of opposite approach. Is yeah. it, Like, I feel like it has more meaning... Because and the right. the messages that it, it tries to to um, convey and stuff are more meaningful because it was a true story. Yeah. The fact that this was an actual guy who went through this experience and yeah. wrote wrote that famous line, which and, is, and which it's, is it's important, and, and like met all these people along the way and had like he he actually had all these experiences. And I feel like that gives it more meaning to me. I think you know? for, for sure, like I, I think it has more meaning, you know, to me because I know it's a true story. Yeah, but I think it kind of hurt the movie for a lot of moviegoers who just like couldn't get past that. Yeah, I, I, and the tragedy. I, yeah, I, I think that's probably pretty spot on. Yeah. Having said that, yeah, I, I think the fact that it's a true story is really important because the, the message is like, um. In a weird way, like the message it has for people our age, or maybe people slightly younger than us, is that it's almost like a Mythbusters thing where like, we did it so you don't have to. <laughs> like, he did what a lot of people might think from time to time. Yeah. When faced with all those pressures of, of like, becoming, becoming an adult and what we've decided that means, you know, in our country, and, which is basically like what they decided it means in the US. Um and you just think like oh, fuck it like you have those moments I've had those moments that we all have where you just want to just like run screaming from the room <laughs> or you know from just like that and you think oh, I can just drive away hit the highway or whatever like that he did that and you know came at the end thinking like I should have just I should have stayed I should have I should have just like May, you know if I, if I if my family was terrible my family was really terrible um, you can make friends like we both have that are pretty much family like you can make yeah. your own family um, you don't have to just cut everybody out if you're having a bad time I think that's a good message to to put out into the world and it carries a lot more weight if it's a true story it might put people off but it carries a lot of weight 
That's how I felt about it. It's kind of deep. <laughs> so sad. Um, what else? What else? What else do you think about this movie? I don't know. I, look, I, I, after your whole thing that you said about it, I don't really feel like I have all that yeah. much more to say. Other than you I can think come out sad after I think my rant about it. It's not a rant. Um, I, I think it was a good movie worth seeing. Very good. I, I think it's probably particularly would be enjoyable for people our age or younger. Yeah. I think it would struggle particular chord with them. Yep. Um, Don't show it to your mum um, unless you've explicitly told her that you, this isn't a cry for help. Yeah. <laughs> that's how she'll take it. it. Could, yeah. It could very much come across as that kind of movie. But yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd say watch it. Anyway, yeah. Anyway. Uh, bloody destiny oh, too. Talk about something close to our We're going to talk about heart. something very near and dear to our hearts. And we're far talking about, from yours, probably. Yeah. So uh, this is probably going to be the end of the podcast. So turn off now <laughs> uh, if you've been listening up to this point and you don't have a particular interest in video games, which I feel like is probably most of our listeners. But that's okay because we're going to talk about Destiny Two. Ah, yes. It's been announced, it's been revealed, we've seen a strike, we've seen a story mission, and we've seen a PvP map and a new PvP mode. We've seen... We actually haven't seen the three new club uh, subclasses being played, we've seen one of them. Yeah. The the new Warlock, uh, Dawnblade. Yeah, so so the Sunsinger, the uh, Defender Titan, and the Blade Dancer have all been replaced with new subclasses. With the, The Blade Dancer just got a bigger... Blade Dancer Stick. got like a bow star. Yeah, I don't know how reason. it actually uh, differ from Blade Dancer, but De- I, I'm, sure the, yeah. I'm sure it will. Yeah, yeah, it will. It's definitely the most underwhelming of the three new classes. Yeah, yeah. Sun Singer. Now there's no self revive. Although, good. who knows? Maybe um, Stormcaller and Voidwalker will. Maybe one of them. I will really, have I really hope not. I think this. I think what what's been really promising for me is they've just removed any everything that was bullshit in the Crucible before. There's no self res wasn't bullshit though. But it was. I know. I, I suppose it wasn't. They made it a much more level kind of experience in Crucible as opposed to like each. So they. I feel like Destiny Crucible, Destiny One Crucible, the um, method for balancing everything was we'll make every subclass have something ridiculous like bullshit and we'll just try and keep all of them in an equal amount of like OPness so that it yeah. all sort of evens out and this one seems to be more like we'll just get them all down to, to level right because yeah, they, 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 they removed stickies like, they like removed self-res they, they, they made the smash movable well, they, haven't, they haven't removed stickies they've just made oh, it so yeah. that sticky grenades don't kill in one shot yes um, which is the what did you say about smash Awful. The Smash has got like a slightly smaller area and you can run around. It's a, it's a mobile Yeah, it's, it's a roaming super, so it's not just like one and done. Yeah. Um, which kind of makes me think that maybe Void Bomb's going to be a bit different. Um, yeah. I actually think they'll keep Void Bomb the same. We've also actually seen them seen a Warlock cast Void Bomb in the trailer. Mm. So, first of all, we know it's a thing. Um, it looked like he just threw it once. I don't know. But that that was the trailer though. Yeah, yeah. So we, uh, I mean, we really can't see anything about yeah. that. Just getting back to talking about uh, the just new the everything, the new. Arc Strider, the new Hunter class. Yeah, that was definitely the most underwhelming of the three to me. Yeah, well, the uh, other two is bloody uh, the Captain America. Yeah, Captain America, the Titan, the Defender Titan is can now throw shields at people. Yep, and also use a shield to block. Yep. Um, and then the other one is a what's the new Warlock one called? Dawnblade. Dawnblade, yeah, it's like fire sword. They get a fire sword, which doesn't seem like it has that long a duration. But anyway, still, it's cool. No, but you can throw shit at people. Yeah, so that's that's why it's particularly good. Yeah, um, it's kind of like uh, when you have. It's kind of like if you put like the quiver thing on Shadow Shot, but better. Yeah, is the sort of most comparable super to it in terms of like kind of how how the throwing sword works. I mean, no, I think it's kind of it's more- better. It's more like it's more like um, uh, hammers. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Except there's no arc to it. Absolutely. It's just hammers. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> we'll see how Hammer Titan does. I guess. Yeah, man. But what's like what? What else is really is the really kind, important? Kind of the, the, the we big won't things, be able to cover. The big things that we've seen are the the new subclass changes. The graphics are updated. It's on PC now. Yeah. Um, Circle ability. So uh, added, each class gets a new ability. Yep. Yeah, so it's like in you know grenade melee and now this. Uh, 
um, which is like a shade step for the hunter and uh, a placeable piece of cover for the defender or for the titan or the titans yeah and and like a an aura of some a buff for the warlock which can be which which can be healing which can be overshield um which can be um it's it's healing damage no there's there's, there's oh yeah healing overshield damage yeah and and there might be more yeah right we actually haven't seen all of them part of like the skill trees is now there's like an augment choice you can make for each class and yep. we know that those augments with one of them at least is different for each subclass yeah because we've seen we saw that warlock being played the dawnblade and he had a healing one and damage one didn't have an overshield one but we know there is an overshield one so there must be oh no the healing one when you're at full health gives you an overshield that's what oh there means. was an actual overshield one though i'm pretty sure no the healing one when you're at full health gives you an overshield really yes yeah uh yeah uh, yes yes because they had the overshield in the crucible all right we'll see we'll see if if anyway that's yeah but so they they showed up a new strike which looks like pretty people have been describing it as like the best strike wasn't really interested in myself i was i was pretty pretty focused on the the story mission looks cool there's gonna be all the like explorable um yeah spaces the patrol zones are all greatly expanded and map. have hubs with npcs in them and side yeah, actual quests. quests there's an actual map yeah it's like basically what destiny should have been when it first got released yeah that that aspect anyway um i think one of the biggest changes for me you know is, is weapon typing so now you've got primaries yeah that's one of the biggest changes yeah. for sure you got primaries that are like kinetic so you've got like bullets elementals and uh, what is it? Power, power ammo, nice. and that, and and everything that was a secondary or a heavy has been merged into power, along with except for the new additions. Yeah, and along with the additions of grenade launchers, uh, and is it just grenade launchers? It's the new power weapon that we've seen. Or is I think there's something else as well. Uh, primary in, in kinetic weapons and energy weapons. There's They're the uh, same. Like machine guns. There's like spinning up machine spinning guns. Spinning up machine guns. Well, actually, we've only seen. We've only seen an exotic. We saw that exotic, and that exotic was classed as an auto rifle. So oh, that, really? That might just be an exotic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah primary, uh, primary sidearms. Sidearms are now primary slash um, elemental weapons. Yep. Um, yep. So, so yeah, the way it works is you, you just choose an element, you choose a kinetic, um, and they're both a primary weapon. Yeah. Of, of some kind. Do the you point get, being, do you, get, there, do you get elemental ammo in Crucible when you first spawn? I don't know that. Uh, yes, actually, yes, you do. You okay, that's do. cool. So you basically have two primaries. You have two primaries, and and the reason that's sort of like the the emphasis they place on that that makes it all sort of seem like like it's needed. Like like why would you carry around an elemental? Is that um much like 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 enemy shields in the crucible? Um, people so people supers are weak to their element. Yeah. So. And they've made it a lot more competitive, so you can see people's supers and when they're charged and things in the crucible. So if you're playing yeah, against the guy, you see you see that he's got that new roaming fist of havoc, right? And I think that's probably one of the reasons they put all these three new roaming subclasses in, just to make them all roaming and for it to be relevant, right? So you see him, you swap to your arc submachine gun, which is a new archetype. Yes, that's primary. the new one. Yeah, yeah. and um. That way, when he comes around the corner, he just swaps the arc. When he's got his super on, you can melt him. Yeah. Um, and that's why, that's where those sort of come into play. Yeah. And sort of just overall as well, they've, they've massively increased the time to kill of Destiny and made it mm-hmm. appear, at least initially, appear like it's going to be a bit more Halo-like than it, yeah. than it was, than it is kind of now, where it's it sort of strikes... It's thing. It, it strikes a sort of balance between Call of Duty and... Um, Halo. Yeah. But Halo has a pretty long time to kill. Yeah. Um, you'll use a you'll use a full mag of your um, assault rifle to yeah. of your battle rifle or whatever to yeah. kill someone. Whereas in Destiny, it's it's a bit less than that. But it's not as much as Call of Duty where you just like shoot them twice in the head. Yeah, I think you'll find that it's it's way closer to Halo kill times now. Yeah. Um, which I think is a good thing. Yeah. I think historically, that like hot, longer kill times has meant. That the more skilled player wins out more often yeah. in a gunfight, which I or I, mean, I think and, is, and, really and they've also because secondary weapons 
Like you, you, you don't just like start the game with a shotgun. Exactly, that's uh, a power then, weapon now. Yeah, that's a power weapon now. So yeah. you're not going to be able to just, uh, yeah, die to like bullshit. Basically, one of the things that I'm interested in with like, uh, with the seeing the beta is, um, yeah, shotguns are power weapons. Snipers are power weapons. Fusion rifles are power weapons. Yeah. Which means they're in the same slot. If you, which means that you know using a fusion rifle means you sacrificed your rocket launcher. Yeah. You sacrificed your grenade launcher. Like how have they changed? They must have changed those but, three types of guns. They must have changed them to make them actually viable. Or they must have made rocket launchers way worse. Yeah. So I mean, slash machine guns way worse or grenade launchers not worse, but not that great. Yeah. And I want to see how that goes. It'll I'm be really, thinking we, maybe we really might... haven't seen that. Like we haven't seen enough yet to be able to yeah. really tell. But it'll be I interesting s- to see how it all washes out. I have seen someone use the sniper that they provided in the power weapon slot in Crucible, like, mm. um, which didn't happen a lot in like the playtesting. Obviously, everyone was after the grenade launcher and, and try out all the new the stuff. New stuff, yeah. Um, but what he found was it's not a one shot to the body, which is something that I was thinking about. It might yeah. have been, yeah. Uh, I mean, even the sniper in Halo isn't a one yeah, to the body. But the aim assist on the weapon seemed like nuts, and it seemed much more stable. Like, it, I think they, they're they probably just going to beef up the sniper rifles to be all longbow synthesis or better. Yeah. You know? And they'll do it that way. And maybe it'll be able to headshot, since there's a lot more roaming supers... You'll be able Maybe to that's why you use snipers because you can, you know, you the trouble with that is though that you've got to have the different archetypes of sniper as well to get the elements. Damage. Because, I don't think I it mean, would matter. Well, no, no, no. You're gonna have you're gonna have the different archetypes like high impact, low impact, right, mid impact, and all that kind of thing because it's a loot game. So you got to have all the different ones. Yeah, like it'll be really interesting to see how the because the game is going to be so completely different. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Raids will be just so different because you don't have a primary, a secondary, and a and a heavy to use. Like it's yeah, I, because I, I sni- did... snipers ruled in in like it was more important in raids in Destiny to, to get that really good sniper. I think a lot of the time for, for a lot of the raids for King, for Kingsfall especially yeah. Uh, for Wrath of the Machine, it didn't matter quite as much. You could still use other stuff, but could you imagine a black hammer in in Destiny 2, like, because it's power ammo. That would like, actually be a power, like, proper power weapon. Just kept, kept getting, yeah. Maybe that, maybe Destiny 2 is where Black Hammer should have lived <laughs> as a power weapon. Yeah, I think just overall everything's going to be a bit more balanced because, yeah. Or maybe it's not going to be. We've, we've really got no be, way of telling because it, well, it could just be just like Destiny yeah. 1 where, like, everything sort of starts out, nobody knows what's really good, and then eventually. Over time, people find out the I mean, things that are that's just cool real video bullshit. games, Pete. It'll, it'll happen eventually. Yeah. Like for anything. But I'm excited for it just because of the. No Land Beyond it, New Meta. It might be still OP, but it'll be slower. Yeah. It'll be slower OP, OP Meta. And that's. I'm happy about that. They've removed Titan skating, so there's not as much mo- uh, mobility mm-hmm. for Warlocks and Titans. I've heard Hunters are actually the fastest class now. It's <laughs> like, like we were meant to be. Which is really disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> for Peter the Titan. Um, yeah, I don't do you know. think you'll take this as an opportunity to swap main? I mean, I've, my main sort of the last year has been Hunter. Been Hunter yeah. But what? I don't, Actually, I don't that's know a very what good I, I don't question, know what I'm going to play first. What class are you going to play first in it the new Destiny 2? Probably Titan. Probably Titan. Yeah, it's got to be Titan, right? Um, I'm pl- I'm, I mean, I'm definitely playing Hunter. Yeah. No yeah, question. Pro- probably Titan. For PvP stuff, I'll be playing Hunter. Just because I enjoy the hunter movement and the hunter abilities more yeah. than I like Titan movement abilities, just for PvP. I mean, I'm going to be playing the Arc Strider just because I, I like main Blade Dancer hard. I love that subclass, but it was just nerfed so much that it became kind of silly to use. Like after yeah. a while, especially since I really liked Blink with it, and that Blink, was terrible. Blink's that so was bad. made terrible as well now. So. Yeah, I'm excited to get Arctrader again. I like my, I like me a good roaming super. So Destiny Two seems like roaming it's for me. fist of havoc, or I could throw that, shields at people. Roaming fist of havoc seems like it'd be cr- pretty cool. That's definitely what I'll be putting on my Titan at first, just to see how it is. Yeah. Although I don't actually know how good it'll be because when you're roaming, you can't use guns as well. That's true. That's no, that's true. 
Like I, th- I feel like it'll be good, but not crazy good. Yeah, because it's still Fist of Havoc, which requires you to be. Well, right I, I think I think that initial that initial smash is still what's going to be important. PvP. Yeah, I, I get the feeling that the smash um, and then the shoulder charge that it's yeah, got now. I well. get the feeling that the roaming smash was more intended to make uh, Fist of Havoc Titan actually usable in pve yeah yeah i think which, which right. it never was used for before no like because it just means you can kill you can at least use it to kill a bunch of ads yeah having one big smash one big physical smash you need to be right next to someone for just was there was no use for it in PvE. you can never use it on a boss which you can't really use it on a boss now but you know but at least you got you some utility it's yeah. almost like you, you like you can be like a sort of a a roaming shadow shot kind of Thing where yeah most mostly i mean shadow shot has that whole boss damage thing but you can you can clear up a bunch of enemies and yeah produce a bunch of orbs yeah it at least increases that sort yeah. of viability god we are just so boring for everybody yeah yeah thing. you'd be absolutely hating it i think we'll finish up the segment by giving each giving a a, a prediction yeah, we gotta finish off so that so um you notice actually uh, like just I've forgotten something important that I suppose we should bring up. The two big things that people have against Destiny Two um, at this stage, people, people, most people not being me, uh, no dedicated servers, which it kind of does have actually. Which it kind of does have. Um, there's been really, clarification on that recently. Yeah, you got to read up on Bungie's server stuff, and it's in th- 30, 30 FPS, FPS rather than sixty on FPS on console, which which does make a difference. But I don't really give a shit. About, um, about that but yeah i don't know i, I it definitely it would be better at 60 fps yeah they just they, they came out in a really cool interview and just said like the guy this this really shitty interviewer just straight up asked them and the guy and the guys were just said it just can't do it we, we tried it on playstation it doesn't have the cpu power can't do it wanted yeah. to do it can't do it yeah which is a shame but yeah. you know the guy was so, so snarky yeah He's just like, Overwatch does it. <laughs> I think I might just play Overwatch. And the guy's like, well, you're welcome to play Overwatch, but Overwatch... Motherfucker. Yeah, Overwatch has like, like, you know, maybe like a tenth power less moving parts in any one scene. Like, they don't have ads in Overwatch. They don't have, like, their, their, their maps don't, like, move or interact nearly as much as theirs does, like... They shit. They don't have running water. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's it's a different kind of beast. Yeah. So and and the the beast that the Destiny engine is, I'm sure it would have been a, a bit of a nightmare to get it all to fit on. Yeah. All the so I don't really give a shit about that. I know that's a big thing for some people. When do you think the uh, beta is coming out? No idea. You got I, a theory? I, it's. I reckon it'll be E3. It'll be PlayStation conference. They'll come out and say. They have, they have like a new trailer which reveals some cool new feature or maybe has like a preview for the raid or something. No, they'll do, they'll do that. Uh, although maybe maybe not the raid, but it'll be like they might show off the the new patrol quest like side quest feature. Yeah, there's no way it's gonna something be like that. There'll be some big demo at the PlayStation conference because they've still got the PlayStation partnership, um, and then they'll say beta is available now, yeah. like they did three years ago when Destiny One came out. They've been a lot better at that recently. If you notice, like that. At E three, um, E three used to be a whole lot more cringy. Where like, you know, there was a lot it's of still money. Pretty cringy. There was like a huge amount of money in games, right? There's a huge amount of money running through that convention, but it's run by guys who have a very like one dimensional, distant view, would, view of being cool. And I felt like there was a lot of times where, like, if this announcement happened three years ago, it would happen in the work, like in the like there would just be. They just get like they just get like a hot girl in a bikini to come out and hold up a sign saying like <laughs> Destiny Two. She like oh she like comes out and she like uh, takes off rips off a shirt and underneath she's got painted on like like beta code released. <laughs> like it just and, and it's and it's like presented by a guy with a suit jacket and a t shirt and jeans, but like a really bad bad fitting suit and yeah. a, and a goatee. It's, it's like a, like, it's like a too big suit jacket. Yeah, it just felt like. Those initial E3s felt like boys pretending to be men <laughs> a lot of the time. Yeah, and I think it's good now that video games are so much more part of the mainstream that they kind of can't get away with being... It has to be a professional production. Yeah, it has to be a professional uh, 
like non-biased, non. I mean, not non-biased. Like sexist. Not. It has to appeal to a wider range of people than just like sweaty dudes. Yeah, and Um, like which is which is a terrible thing to say. I mean, games haven't been sweaty dude like sweaty for a long time. For a long time, but um, yeah, I've noticed the difference in E3s. Yeah, going forward. Oh man, it'll be exciting. It'll be yeah, it'll be exciting. Yeah. Anyway, uh, as always, we've talked about stuff for far too long far too long i'm ranted and raved i want you guys to know that that peter has been really strong with me for the last couple of of episodes because uh uh, unlike me he's actually watched new stuff and has been anxious to tell you guys about it for some time (laughs) and eventually once again our bloody yarns have continued for too long maybe next episode i'll just i'll just uh i'll just drink i'll just drink my beer and (laughs) It'll be just a beer with Peter and Sam adjacent. Yep, and you can just you can just sort of sit there while I yeah. have a big old chat. Sam's here, I promise. So the homework movie that I think we're going to do this week, yeah, is Fantastic Mr. Fox. Ah, oh, fantastic it's, movie. Yeah, it's the one Wes Anderson film I've not seen. You haven't seen Fantastic Mr. No, Fox? No, I haven't seen Fantastic Good Mr. Fox. God, yeah, Fantastic Mr. Fox just recently came on Netflix. Yep, so we're going to watch that. It's going to yep. be a time. I love Wes Anderson films. I would, I think he's probably my favorite director. Yeah. Uh, the Darjeeling Limited, Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah. A lot of the other ones. I definitely like this, the Fantastic Mr. Fox as well. It's a good movie. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah. It's its own little thing, aside from a lot of Wes Anderson movies. Not just because it's animated. Mm. But, uh, yeah. You know, he's got like a new co- movie coming out that's like about a dog in Japan. No, but that's all I needed to say. Yeah, yeah. We will talk about that next week. Of course, yeah. Maybe maybe next week we'll get around to talking about evolution, yeah. which yeah. I mentioned last last week. So, so as always, thank you for listening, dear listener. Follow yeah. us on iTunes and SoundCloud. And Instagram and is a good place to go. And Instagram. Right. And go yeah. to Fortitude Brewing Company. I might see you there. Yeah. On the weekend. But anyway, that's it. Episode is over. We're going. We're going home. Thank you.